Before we get into the episode, this episode is sponsored by my cat friends. Cat friends is a private community that I have on my Instagram, which is basically my close friends. And I expose secrets that aren't on the podcast, right? So if you want extra sauce as far as credit, as far as life, as far as leveling up to get to that next level, you'll want to tap into my cat friends, right? It's only available a couple days out of the month. It could be the first through the fifth. It could be the first through the third. But if you want to tap in, it's a monthly subscription. Click the link in my bio. Enjoy the episode. Nah, 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 nah. We're not starting the episode yet. Ignore what I said in the sponsorship. Well, don't ignore it. You know, go mess with the cat friends if you need all that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But if you're listening on time, today is Halloween. So happy Halloween. If you celebrate Halloween, if you mess with Halloween, if you don't mess with Halloween, then you don't mess with Halloween. I said Halloween like 18 times in 2.2 seconds. But anyways, I also want to announce if you don't know, well, you probably know I have a free credit checklist. It's available via the link in my IG bio. It's dropping tomorrow. So if you're listening, when the episode actually drops, it's available tomorrow. Most More than likely, it's going to be available by the time you listen to it, right? Just because of time. So click the link in my bio. Free credit checklist. Free. I know y'all love free. My phone been buzzing all day with y'all doing the pre-orders and all that. So make sure y'all tap in. Go get it. Um, even if you have an 800 credit score, you know, it's just going to be a checklist that's going to help you be accountable as far as what you want to look for. Now y'all enjoy the episode. Y'all got to realize, man, when I make these episodes, like this is just real talk. You know, we all got our timeline, right? As far as when we're going to transition. If you slow, if you're not following, I'm talking about, you know, everybody going to die. So it's just like, you just got to add as much value as you can to people's lives, their situations before you get out of here, right? As far as um, our current lives, right? So that's why I go so hard with the podcast. That's why I go so hard with putting out so much information. And I'm not even, you know, manifesting anything negative as far as my life, because I, I be speaking life into myself. I'm living to like I'm 150, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe not 150, but with um, the information I'll be putting out on a podcast, you know, I, I operate in a mindset that I'm looking at my kids to listen to the podcast. So what kind of game, what kind of information would I want my kids to see me posting? You feel me? My future kids, you know, I don't got kids right now, but my future kids, right? You know, I feel like y'all kids is going to listen to the podcast. God willing, y'all live that long. Y'all have kids if you don't have kids right now. So I just say that to say, remember, you got your timeline. I got my timeline. Everybody got their timeline. So you might as well just put out information. But You might as well just put out information that's going to help people better their situation. You might as well put out information that's going to help people get to the next level. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to take that information and go anywhere with it, right? When it's your time. So, yeah, just really understand that. Um, I sit back and reflect on people that I know that have, you know, passed away. Homies, people I just know. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we all going to go through it. It's just a matter of when. You know, so while you're here, you might as well. um, You might as well bless people with knowledge, right? I'm wearing the sweatpants of a homie that I know that just 
passed away recently, maybe a couple months ago. So it's like anything can happen, man, in this um, life. So I just want to I just want to insert, you know, this clip just to remind you all to really add value to people's lives and not only add a value, but just be just be a good person, you know, just be a good person to people. So, yeah, that's my word. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. All right, listen, we're going to get straight to it. Um... I ain't really got no updates or nothing like that because I just want to walk you through the process. As you can see in the title, we're talking about the CFPB or what we call the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. So the reason why I wanted to drop this episode real quick is because I've had some of y'all DM the CA Tactics LLC page asking about the CFPB, how to utilize it, things of that nature, just more information on it. I think... I think I talked about it in maybe a previous episode. Maybe that's where y'all questions is coming from, but I don't I don't know. Maybe y'all just all on one accord or something asking about the CFPB. But it's late at night. It's live in effect. I'm actually filling out a CFPB complaint, so that's why I just wanted to, you know, walk y'all through it in real time. So how uh, should I start this? So what is the CFPB? So the CFPB, if you don't know, it stands for the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And I guess just in layman's terms, the whole thing with the CFPB and why you should care about them is because during Obama's administration, it was founded. And as you can see in the title of it, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. What is the name of the podcast? Consumer Ammunition Tactics. Consumer is very, very important, right? So you're a consumer. I'm a consumer. Federally protected consumer, we're federally protected consumers under Title 15, Chapter 41, right? So uh, do your research on that as far as the consumer credit laws go and stuff like that. So the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is basically set in place to protect you, the consumer, financially from these bureaus abusing you, right? So the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is a government agency. So when we talk about What's it called? What are those things called? Um, consumer reporting agencies. We're talking about, you know, the big three, even though they're not only the big three. You know, you got your secondary bureaus like LexisNexis and things like that. But obviously, I'm talking about Experian, TransUnion, Equifax. So when we talk about them bureaus, they're privately owned companies. I think I mentioned that in a previous podcast episode. Just to let y'all know that they're not as powerful as you may think. You feel me? So because they're privately owned, they're not regulated by the government. They're not as powerful as you may think. But the CFPB is a government agency, right? And the whole purpose of the CFPB is to make sure that banks, uh, lenders, financial institutions are treating you fairly, right? So that's why you should care about them. Because it's like, you got to look at it. Like, let's say... Let's say you, you were a little kid, right? Because we, we were all little before. Let's say you're a little kid and someone's bullying you or something, right? 
the CFPB is basically like your older sibling. Now make sure that that person that's bullying you isn't going to continue to bully you. They basically handle it, right? And I'm going to just be transparent. In my experience, I've I've seen situations where the CFPB has acknowledged, you know, my situation is going on, but I've seen situations where they haven't really done much about the situation I was, you know, responding to, whether it was FDCPA violations or just violations based off of the FCRA. But the whole purpose of why I use the CFPB in particular and why they're powerful is because it's a good way to document your situation and what you're going through, right? So I've mailed off some documents as far as what I'm doing. But on top of that, I always want to do a CFPB complaint in conjunction with what I'm doing, just as just having documentation purposes, right? Because if it goes to court, whatever I'm doing, whether it's a C, uh, FDCPA violation or whatever, I have that record. It's in their system, right? They can't say that I didn't put a consumer complaint, right? And before we even get into you know the whole process, because I'm gonna walk you through, I'm literally gonna do one right now because I have um, I've scanned some images and stuff like that of what I'm doing, so. I'm going to submit a CFPB complaint with uh, a situation I'm going through right now as far as um, what's it called? As far as it's being violated as a consumer. Right. So I, I encourage y'all to really take advantage of the CFPB because they're literally there for you. Right. If you look at past um, cases, you can look at basically where people were compensated for violations. Right. So when we talk about violations, we're talking about things like a debt collector trying to collect the debt from you. We talking about things like things being reported on your freaking uh, credit reports, right? That's a violation, right? When we, of the FCRA, and we just talk about we're just talking about different violations where you could be owed money, right? So if you look at past cases based off of the CFPB, it's a, it's it's a number of people out here that understand their rights, so they make sure that they go and get that monetary compensation, because. When you're going through a CFPB complaint, they're going to be like, what do you think is a good resolution for this, right? And then you're going to say, uh, close with monetary compensation. So understand that language of close with monetary compensation is basically saying that you want the issue to be closed where you're getting paid, right? So whether that is because you put a down payment on your car and you understand based off of um, the finance charge, 15 USC 1605, that you're not even supposed to be paying a down payment, whether it is a debt collector trying to collect the debt from you, you know it's a violation of 15 U.S.C. 1692K. You know what I'm saying? You just want to understand. You just want to understand that um, the CFPB is a way for you to is a way for you to build your case even stronger, right? So it might be a way for the, for you to build your case stronger. It might be a way for you to even get paid straight up. I say that to say that every everybody's situation is different, right? So just um, understand that. All right. So in terms of the actual CFPB complaint that I'm going to submit right now for myself, because, you know, I'm literally doing it. I'm not, this ain't no Hollywood acting thing. I'm literally doing it, right? So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to Google CFPB complaint. So you're going to see. Um, well, I don't know what kind of internet y'all on. If y'all on some, some BS weird, weird ass internet, <laughs> maybe you won't see 
consumerfinance.gov as your first uh, link, but you should see consumerfinance.gov as your first link. It should say submit a complaint. And what you're going to want to do is um, click on that. So we basically going to start a new complaint, right? So you're going to scroll down on that page and you're going to click on start a new complaint. So I'm walking y'all step by step the same way that I did with, um, what was that inquiries episode I did? I think it might have been Equifax or I think it was Equifax. I walked you all step by step. So it's the same thing. This is the most simple way I could put it. I know most people in this space, they'll just be like, oh, do a CFPB complaint. They won't walk you through it. That's not a knock to them, but I just want to give y'all as much value as I can give y'all, right? No matter when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this in like, I don't know, uh, 2030 or something, maybe the CFPB will be different by then. But, you know, we in 2021 and uh, right now. So, yeah. All right. So. You're going to click on start your complaint. That's what we that's what we finna do right now. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so this page is loading. My internet on some BS right now. But all right, uh, all right, peep game. So it says, what is this complaint about? So you're going to choose the product or service that best matches your complaint. So if it's debt collection, right? 15 USC 1692 violations. You're going to select debt collection. If it's um, something listed on your credit report that you're trying to remove, right? Credit reporting, credit repair services, or other personal consumer reports. You're going to click on that. They got mortgage. They got credit card or prepaid card. Uh, they got checking or savings account. They got student loans. You feel me? They got uh, vehicle loans or leases. Um, yeah. So just click on what applies to you, right? So you'll click on that. Choose the product that best matches your complaint. Right. So you're going to click on that and basically um, basically go through. So I'm doing I'm doing vehicle loan or lease. So I would click on loan because that pertains to my particular situation. The vehicle is used. You feel me? So we're going to click on next. Remember, click on what applies to you, obviously, because you are. You're the consumer. You're very, very powerful. So you understand what your own situation is. Right. Or you should understand what your own situation is. All right. So with me doing an auto loan complaint, if you're doing an auto loan complaint, then you're in luck because we're literally doing the same thing. But it's it's pretty much the same thing no matter what you do, credit report, whatever. Right. So it says most of the loan complaints we get are about one of the following topics. So they're asking me, what is my complaint about? Right. So you'll select what your complaint is about. This is very, very straightforward information. When I'm putting out these podcast episodes, I know that a lot of people overthink things, right? That's why I'm putting out the episodes because I understand that I'm a pretty straightforward person. So I can just let y'all know that it's really not that deep. You feel me? So just select what applies to you. You know yourself more than I know you. So you're going to be able to do it, right? Don't be in my inbox, my personal inbox or the CA Tactics LLC page asking me how to activate your own superpower. You know your own superpower, right? So yeah, just uh, keep that in mind. All right. So like I said, you know, um, you would select what applies to you. So let me figure out what applies to me real quick. Okay. So I would select 
getting a loan or lease because a um, fraudulent loan, right? If you look at your auto loan contract, you're going to understand that there's a lot of violations. Um, that's a deeper topic. That's more so like if that's more so a consultation. So you'd have to book a consultation and we could go over your contract and I could help you with how you are violated because every auto loan contract has violations. I'm letting you know right now. All right. So what's your best describes your problem? I would select fraudulent loan. Have you already tried to fix this problem with the company? I would select yes, because you want to submit the CFPB complaint after you've already mailed out um, your complaint. Right. So with the CFPB complaint, you're basically uploading. You're basically uploading what you've already mailed out to whoever you have an issue with. You could also mail to the CFPB, but you could also just do it online if you want. But obviously, for these purposes, we're just um, doing it online. So you're going to come to a page where it says what happened, right? You're going to describe what happened, and then they'll send um, your comments to the company involved. So based off of my situation, because I mailed a number of documents, I'm going to just pull out one of my documents and then just kind of summarize in there. So you guys may hear some typing, but I, like I said, I want to give you all in real time. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take me. So if you want to just skip, you can do that, too. All righty. So I'm going to be typing, giving you all the real. I ain't even got my music activated, but you know, it is what it is. I'm going to just type a couple sentences just because I'm going to attach the images of my complaint anyways. So I don't know if y'all listening in real time, but yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. And then they're going to give you an option. They're going to say, I want the CFPB to publish this description on consumerfinance.gov. And basically that's saying like they could publish it publicly, right? Just for people to see it. So when I talked about um, the whole, if you look at past cases closed with monetary compensation, that's basically what it means. I always check it because I want everyone to eat. You know what I'm saying? I want everyone to understand the BS that these lenders, these banks, these crooks are actually doing. So that's why I allow the CFPB to publish it uh, publicly. So they said, what would be a fair resolution to this issue? This is the next section. We'll forward this to the companies involved, right? So now, what would be a fair resolution? You're going to say, um, you're going to say your desired result. Like I said, I can't tell you how to activate your superpower, right? So for me, in my particular situation, because I understand I was in a fraudulent contract, I would like um, it to be closed with monetary compensation as far as the contract goes. And a contract is uh, now void. It's no longer um, valid. So, yeah. And then, yeah, you guys can skip if you want, because I don't know how long it's going to take me. But I want to give you all the real, 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 you feel me? So y'all can really understand um, the process and 
Because I know some of y'all listening to the podcast, you probably think like, okay, how is he actually doing what he's doing though, right? So I'm literally showing y'all in real time how I be doing this stuff. It's not no magic or nothing. You just do it. You just execute. So now you're going to come to attach documents. So this is where you're going to attach all your documents. So, you know, your affidavit of truth and all the necessary documentation to go with that. Like I said, if y'all want, you know, uh, more information on that, I guess my approach, you can definitely book a consultation call and we will um, we'll walk through your situation. But at the end of the day, you know, you want to do it for yourself. But I ain't mad if you book a consultation just to pick my brain a little bit or something. You feel me? So. I am mad at that. So, so I'm going to look for my folder. Because I made a folder. I'm looking for it, though. I don't see it right now. Oh, I skipped past it. Hold on. We in real time, man. You know, it's late night. I'm, I'm sleepy. I'm damn near sleeping on the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm playing. All right. So. Oh, we can only do one at a time. Dang, I got like. 100 images. All right, yeah, so y'all can um, speed past if y'all want. So you're going to select your items one by one. It says it's going to be up to 10 megabytes per uh, file, so keep that in mind. If you got some you know, real, real large files, you might want to use an external technology to shrink it. But if you just have images, you're going to be straight. You know, Don't worry about that. I'm just talking right now to fill in the gaps, but um, yeah, I'm just uploading the images right now. So if you want to skip, I am mad at you. But we're going to walk through all of this and make sure y'all understand the process. So really, um, look at the CFPB as a way for you to track everything you've been doing. Because in my head, and what I would say in your head, but I can't tell you what to do, you want to have the mindset that Whatever you're trying to do, whether it is, you know, we're talking about credit. So whether it is uh, remove a negative item from your report, you want to have a paper trail of everything that you did. Right. Because you never know if it's going to go to court. You never know if you're going to have to threaten to sue. Um, what's it called? The, the reporting agency or the lender or the bank or whoever. Right. For not giving you your desired result. Because you got to understand and remember that you, the consumer, you're very, very powerful, right? Based off of based off of the fact that you're the original creditor. I don't know if I've dropped an episode on that, but I think I may in the future. Let, y'all let me know if y'all want that episode based off of the original creditor. It just goes back to um, the Federal Reserve and how you use your, your credit card uh, pursuant to 15 U.S.C. 1602L to have access to an open-end credit plan where you, you work, you work like millions of dollars, right? So it's, it's just, it's just, a, it's just, a, it's just knowing the information and not only knowing the information, but executing on the information. Cause you got to understand that it is a journey. 
So you just want to execute consistently because you might not get your desired result right away, right? You got to understand I've been studying since this year, right? It's been almost it's been almost a year, but um yeah, I've been studying since this year, so I just want y'all to understand that what could be possible within one year, within less than a year because I get DMs from y'all. I've been on consultation calls with y'all. And you, some of y'all will be looking at me like I've been studying this information for like 15 years or something. <laughs> you feel me? So um, I'm, I'm just consistent. That's just, that's just really what it is. I'm just consistent. You know, I'm, I want to learn. You feel me? So that's just really what it is with me. So now they're going to ask about um, the vehicle loan company. Right. So then what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to type in their name. So whoever your lender is, you could also. Um, I guess you could also put the dealership. But for now, I'm going to just put the lender or the lien holder. Right. So. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, but that's what I'm going to do. And keep in mind, I've never done it. I've never done a CFPB complaint for auto loans. I've only done for um, I've only done for like credit reporting and debt collection. So that's why I really wanted to do this on the spot. Right. So you're getting like a real time, real time vibes. They said currently this company isn't signed up to receive complaints. Okay, I just typed in the name, but I need to select the name specifically. Um, Bank of America. I said the lender name. That's funny. Bank of America. <laughs> it's out there. It is what it is. Um, what should I select? It's like it's not listed here, you know, so I'm going to just select something for now and then we're going to move forward. But the thing is, I already mailed out to them, you know, so. Who are you submitting this complaint for? You're going to select yourself because you're doing it for yourself. And then you're going to put your contact information. Um, yeah, just put your contact information. Obviously, you know your contact information. You can put your phone number, but that's optional. Uh, you can put your email so that you can keep track of, so you can get a confirmation. I, I would put your email, just so you can get um, a confirmation and stuff. Uh, you ain't gotta put your age or nothing if you don't want to. And yeah, that's about it. Then you're gonna go to review. And you're gonna go to review, right? 
you're gonna go to review, you're gonna go to review. And my thing is loading. All right, so then, then they're gonna ask you to review your complaint. So they're gonna put all the steps. It's a five-step process. Step one through five, they're gonna be like, okay, is this everything you said you wanted to say? Then you're gonna have to click on something. The information given is true to the best of my knowledge and belief. I understand that the CFPB cannot act as my lawyer or court of law or financial advisor. I understand that, right? All right, so then they say you will not be able to attach documents or edit this complaint after you submit it. So now you can click submit your complaint. Remember, look at the CFPB as a way of tracking your movements in case it goes to court, right? Because you want to be able to be like, I did this, that, and third, and they still were on some BS, right? So just understand that. So it says now you've successfully submitted your complaint. So I've successfully submitted my CFPB complaint. They're going to have an ID that's sent to the company, and then you can print a copy of your complaint. When you print a copy of your complaint, keep that. Um, you want to print it out if you can, and just keep it as a, just keep it as a track record for what you've done, right? Because, like I said, you gotta act and think like whatever you're doing can go to court. So rename it whatever you want to rename it. You can rename it the company name, CFPB complaint. That's usually what I do, or the. Uh, vehicle, loan, whatever, you know, whatever your situation is, you know, you know yourself more than I know you. So you'll save that, print it out, do whatever you got to do with it. And yeah, man, that's pretty much CFPB complaint. I hope that was pretty straightforward. Um, if you walked through it with me using the auto loan example, just for your own understanding, then it should have been pretty self-explanatory. But with that being said, y'all have a blessed one. Leave a review. Let me know if this was helpful. Y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with CAP. So get with CAP and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.